Gardaí are continuing their investigations today into reports of two men bringing 66-year-old Pather Doyle, who had died at some stage prior to this, into a post office on Friday morning in Carlow in what they suspect may have been an attempt to claim his pension. For the latest, I'm joined on the line by Robin Schiller of the Irish Independent. And the story broke on Friday, Robin. Will you bring us through the sequence of events on that day, first of all? Good morning, Claire. Yes, so essentially what happened on Friday morning was um, one man entered this post office in Carlow Town on the Stapleton Road and attempted to claim the pension of Mr Doyle. Now, uh, staff refused his requests and sometime later, at around half eleven, um, this man, another individual, and Mr Doyle returned to the post office and staff uh, became concerned. They realised that Mr Doyle appeared unwell and it became apparent fairly quickly that he was actually, in fact, dead. Now, the two men with him um, seemed to claim that he had some sort of heart attack and Gardy were alert. He was pronounced dead at the scene and an investigation is now on the way to try to determine exactly what happened and if these men you know, knew that Mr Doyle was deceased when they brought him into that post office to try and claim his pension. How far from the post office did Pather Doyle live? Well, Pather Doyle lived in an area on Pollerton Road, which is only a very short distance from that post office on Stapleton Road. It's around 250 metres walk, so it's a very short distance, and Gardy will be carrying out inquiries and trying to review any CCTV footage to determine how he was brought, if he was propped up, if he was managed to make his own way um, to the post office. Now, a post-mortem was carried out over the weekend, and it's established that he died within three hours of uh, the incident at the post office. Okay. So Gary are going to try to narrow down that timeline and see exactly when he was deceased and if the two men with him knew that he was dead when they brought him into that post office. And, and Robin, those two men, they've been speaking to reporters over the weekend, they've been quoted in the papers. What are they saying about the whole thing? Yes, they made a, one of them, and both of them actually have given a number of press interviews. And they're claiming that he was alive when he left the house. They say that, you know, they gave him a glass of water, he was a bit unwell, but they're claiming that in no way was he dead prior to going to that post office. And they maintain that he did have a heart attack or took ill suddenly in the post office. And they're obviously denying any wrongdoing. And if there were charges to be brought, what would those charges likely be? Well, it's a very complex investigation that is progressing, but charges that may be looked at are in relation to attempted fraud and not reporting a debt. Now, to try exactly prove that and establish that from a guard point of view may be difficult. Uh, post-mortem obviously can't say exactly when Mr Doyle passed away. But, you know, they may they are expected to make more arrests and further question those two suspects and to try to determine exactly when Mr Doyle died and hopefully prefer some charges in relation to his death. And people have been expressing great sympathy uh, to Mr Doyle's family and describing him as a very quiet member of the community. I know you've been speaking to people in Carlow about this and their response to it. What have they been saying? Um, well, the initial response response is one of just pure shock. You know, our colleague spoke to one woman whose 12-year-old daughter lived nearby and kind of came across the incident. And they just can't quite believe, you know, it's a very bizarre thing to happen and, you know, they can't believe that somebody was treated in this kind of way. So it is one of pure shock. You know, Mr Doyle has been described as a quiet, decent man. And apart from that shock, there is also a lot of anger. There has been a lot of commentary over the weekend since kind of news of this emerged with people making light of the situation. And, you know, local people are saying that, you know, it is a bizarre incident, but at the centre of this, uh, a man has still lost his life and is still dead and, you know, was treated allegedly in appalling circumstances after that. Mm-hmm. So okay. as well as the shock, there is a lot of anger there and people want to kind of let people know that, you know, a man is dead at the end of the day and it is a laughing matter. And he will be laid to rest today, this morning? Yes, a uh, funeral service will take place in Aski at around 11 o'clock. You know, family members will be there. 
Yeah, a vet notice said that he's predeceased by his parents and sisters, and he's survived by his uh, sister Nolene, who's been described as heartbroken, and his brothers and his wider family. And they are certainly, obviously, trying to come to terms with this tragedy this mm. morning. And as you alluded to there, Robin, there's been so much shock about the story since Friday. It has managed to get attention internationally. So many people will have seen that. It's been making headlines around the world. Is there any kind of precedent for something like this? The Gardaí who you've been speaking to, have they ever seen anything like it? Uh, no, definitely not. From you know, the source I've been speaking to and uh, my colleagues as well, this is just it's a new one for them. Um, it's just something that you know, senior Gardaí have never come across. All right, now I want to ask you about uh, another story um, which is breaking this morning. Gardaí and Sligo investigating a number of alleged sexual assaults on teenage girls near the town on Saturday evening. Robin, what can you tell us about this? Well, at this stage what we know is that uh, two girls, two teenage girls have come forward and made complaints that they were sexually assaulted in Sligo Town at different locations on Saturday night. Now, these happened between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. One allegedly occurred at a GA grounds in the Ballydugan area and another occurred at a house nearby around one kilometre away. Now, Gardaí are making good progress. It's only the early stage of the investigation, but they are making good progress. They're appealing for anyone who was in those areas at the time to come forward. And they're also making appeal to taxi drivers who were working at the time who may have taken a fare from Sligo to Manor Hamilton to come forward and contact them so they can hopefully progress this, informa- uh, this investigation and make arrests. They're clearly taking this very seriously. Uh, I see Sligo Garda Station, an instant room has been set up there. Uh, yes, they're taking it very seriously. The allegations being made are very serious. So, you know, they have to progress it. They have to, a lot of people working on this. There's specialist Gardaí as well involved due to the sensitive nature of the investigation. And those two victims, they're obviously very young girls. They are also being supported. And they're doing the utmost to try identify and uh, arrest the suspect. Okay, so the appeal then again, just to go through it, Robin, they're appealing in particular to taxi drivers who may have been in Sligo, anyone who may have taken a fare to Manor Hamilton and County Leitrim. Who else are they asking? Well, they're asking, they're looking to speak to anyone who's in the Ballydugan, Oakfield or Maharaboy areas of Sligo between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock on Saturday night. And they're appealing for anyone at all who was in those areas to notice any activity which caught their attention. Uh, whether they believe it's of relevance or not to contact them. And I suppose Gardy wants to stress that, you know, let them decide what would be relevant or what's irrelevant to their investigation. They're also appealing for any road users in that area who are travelling around between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock who have dash cam footage to make contact with them and make this footage available to Gardy. Robin, thank you very much for that update. Robin Schiller there of the Irish Independent.